Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, The Last Chance Exam. The subway doors opened, and Nenu stumbled on board and slumped into one of the seats. He was exhausted. Today was the day. Today was his last chance to become a surgeon. To advance from his internship at the hospital to an externship, which was the next step to becoming a surgeon, Neno needed to pass an exam. The competition was tough. Only one in four students was accepted. Neno had first taken the exam a year earlier than the rest of his classmates. Wanting to provide some financial relief for his father, he thought if he could get in early, he would be closer to getting a salary. However, he failed. Neno took the exam again, and then a third time. Each time, he failed to get accepted. He only had one more chance to take the exam. One more chance at his dream of being a surgeon. He tried to collect himself as a subway car rolled along. He was only dimly aware of station after station passing. He reflected on the journey to this point, how originally he wanted to be a country doctor. He had gone to medical school and interned researching Down syndrome. As he delved into his studies, the work of a surgeon attracted him more and more. He had left his internship in Down syndrome research to intern at a hospital. This exam was the next step in his career. The subway car stopped at another station. Neno heard the conductor announce the station name. Then he leapt to his feet. This was not the right place. He realized with horror that amid his exhaustion and drifting thoughts, he had taken the subway in the wrong direction. He bolted out of the car, around the tracks, and was able to catch the subway going the right direction. But by the time he got to the exam center, the doors were closed. Nena was crushed. He was too late. It was a long train ride back home that day. His family tried to console him. After all, this exam was only to become a surgeon. He could still be a physician. Neno thought back. He realized, even in his disappointment, there was still opportunity. Perhaps he would return to that internship and do more Down syndrome research. 
Nano did return to Down syndrome research. He became a physician and threw himself into his work, seeking a treatment for the disease. In the process, he discovered that Down syndrome was caused by an additional 47th gene in the patient's DNA and became the first to demonstrate definitively the existence of a chromosomal disease. He was also the first to describe Cri-Duchat syndrome, another genetic disorder. These discoveries, along with his other work, propelled him to become one of the leading experts in genetics. When the forces of death sought to kill his dear patients, this research scientist and proud father became a tireless defender for the pro-life cause and the founding president of the Pontifical Academy for Life, a would-be surgeon who ended up becoming a geneticist instead, Venerable Jérôme Lejeune. And for this week, that's the word. Special thanks to Joe from St. Louis for suggesting the idea of Dr. Jerome Lejeune for a story. Yes, Jean-Pierre and I knew nothing about Dr. Lejeune before this podcast episode, and so thank you very much. A very fascinating man. He was born in 1926 and died in 1994. There's a fantastic book, actually, that was written on him that was just published last year that paints an amazing picture of a man of God and a man who understood his field. And for those of you who are not familiar with the title of Venerable, this means that Dr. Lejeune is on the pathway to becoming a saint in the canonization process. And once someone has received the title Venerable, it means that the church has done the due diligence and research to say that this person is a candidate for someone who lived life to a heroic degree. One of the great tragedies of his life was that his research, his big finding was identifying the cause for Down syndrome. There was another pro-life doctor who had developed a technique for determining the baby's DNA before the baby was even born. Sadly, though, while these doctors were working towards finding life, finding ways to help the mother and the baby and to help those suffering with Down syndrome, other people took these findings and used them to determine whether a baby has Down syndrome before it was born for the purposes of killing the baby before it even is able to be born. And that horrified Dr. Lejeune and the other doctor as well, especially when you look at the Christian context of recognizing that we all have crosses in life. And certainly someone who is born with Down syndrome, that is a major cross, not only for the individual, but also for the family members, especially the parents. And yet nonetheless, even in the cross, we have the beauty of the sanctity of human life, that person made in the image and likeness of God, and the invaluableness of that human life, and to protect it and nurture it and safeguard it and try to find ways to support the child, the Down syndrome adult, and their families through science and research like Dr. Lejeune. That was one of the great gifts that Dr. Lejeune actually had was his love. 
he would display such love and kindness towards the patient, genuine love and kindness, that it even transformed the family's outlook and the family's perception of their child, of their sibling, to being that this is actually a beloved child of God. This is a beautiful human being who is part of our family. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can find the story extras for this story, The Last Chance Exam, at thunderrock.org, where you can find a link to get this book on Dr. Lejeune, as well as a picture of him. Thunderrock.org is also where you can find our social links in our email if you have feedback or story ideas, like Joe did. And folks, John Peter said the closing for the first time by memory. Congratulations. You don't have to add that. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.